Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We're your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This is episode 176. 175? Rats. Wait, this is 175? Wait, is this 175? Hang know. on, I've got to check and make sure. <laughs> okay, it, check my sources. Chris. I don't know. I don't remember what we said last week. So, this, why is this an issue every single week? We can never remember what episode we're on. Well, it would take like it would take like five seconds to check it beforehand and be like, what? Well, uh, no, it's, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's definitely one seventy-five. All right. Well, uh, our big one seventy-fifth anniversary uh, episode. <laughs> Spectacular. Welcome to us doing nothing. Yeah. I feel like I just need some confetti. Here, I'll rip up some paper. We'll throw it in the air. I'm going to apologize ahead of time. If I sound stopped up, it's because I am. <laughs> the illness that took hold in my body a few weeks ago. This has been like this is you know, like a month long thing. This is your this is your August and September. Yeah, it's like it's like taking over my life. And what's funny is like I've so I've been like this for like a week now to where like I don't even notice that I sound weird because like I feel so much better. So it's like, ah, oh, I feel better. What are you doing? I'm making confetti, Chris. Oh We're celebrating this 150th episode. On another... Uh, 175th please episode. Please don't rip that in the microphone. I'm sure someone is just like, they're going mad right <laughs> now. Probably having it. a seizure in their car from that noise. <laughs> it is a weird noise. There like, is, this paper, is this how paper normally sounds? There was another... Or is this uh, unique paper? On another podcast I do at work, um, we were talking about confetti for some reason, and like how confetti would sound on a podcast, and I said it would sound like... Uh, you think? Yeah. No, like, I think... Like I put think, off some confetti-like little things? Oh, see? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. The cannons would, well, but the can, actual yeah. confetti would be very quiet, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. It would just feel well, like... Well, it, it's not going to be a bunch of... Listen, <laughs> it would sound like this. Did you hear that, guys? Nothing. Just made a giant mess for no reason. I know. It's okay. I'll clean it up later. Um. So, John... <laughs> oh, I was going to say, so, like, basically, like, you know, it's taking hold of my body. It's not giving up. I feel great. I don't even notice that I have a, a, a whole cold anymore. <laughs> but well, everyone, everyone else, else does. Every, you walk into a room, are you sick? Yeah. <laughs> I still don't think you believe me um, that I'm well. Not 100%. Yeah. Like, not enough to let you use, like, my usual, like, controller, will, Xbox will controller. Will you let me use your toothbrush? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that I would let you use my toothbrush if you weren't sick. I don't, I don't, I don't know that I want to use your toothbrush. Well, like, okay, so toothbrushes are a weird thing because, like, okay, so you think about, oh, you know, you drink after somebody or whatever, right? That's, that's like, whatever. But, like, a toothbrush is, like, rubbing up all over your gums yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. In, the, in the deep crevices of your mouth. It's, I, like, that's where food I mean, gets I, stuck. I don't know that I would share a toothbrush with my wife. Yeah, you're literally, like, scraping, like, the food off of your teeth. Yeah, And then, gross. so, I, don't, I wouldn't put that utensil. Like, I personally think my own toothbrush is gross. So, you know. I can't imagine what other people think of my toothbrush. Speaking of food, let's take a detour for a second. So I was... The food guest. I was at the, it's back. I was at the food court at lunch. Yeah. And we were having a discussion. You know those people, like, they stand out in front of different places in the food court that get you to try their chicken or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. You know, here's a piece of a sandwich yeah. or, you know, whatever. We're like, okay, what are the different ways in which we could mess with these people? Oh, that's... Like, Okay, so, like, so for funny instance, and also terrible. It's so because well, what's funny is you go like so number one they force it on you, and then they expect you to buy like so I'm like the reaction I feel like they want is you put it in your mouth and you're like, mmm, 
this is the best thing I've ever tasted. Yeah. I've never had anything better. Yeah. I gotta have this right now. Okay, like, so that's what they want. Has it ever convinced you? It has, in fact, convinced me before. Like, if it has, it was, like, one time. There's, like, a couple of different distinct times where I remember, like, it was, like, a chicken teriyaki something or other this one time. <laughs> and they were, like, the teriyaki here, gets you every time. try this. And I was, like, I was going to go to, you know, whatever it is, Sabaro or something like that. And, and then they give it to you. And I'm, like, nope, this is happening. That's a deliciousness in my mouth. So, like, I don't think we ever give them reactions that they want, that they desire. So they're perpetually disappointed ah. with every single passing person. Yeah. Um, so there's, they've got that going for them. Then we started, we started saying, okay, well, what if we brought in like our own food and just stood next to them, give passing that out to people? What if you like, gave them food? Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and you're staying there like, like beside them. And are they like, or another, if I was working at Subway over there, would I come to the chicken place and like, he's, I mean, you know, muscling on his turf or whatever. With, with a, with a sub sandwich? What would they do if saying? I took, if I took a piece of chicken, put it in my mouth, didn't like the taste, said, eh. Put it back on the toothbrush and put it right back on the thing. What would you, they you do? You mean toothpick? Uh-huh. You said toothbrush. Toothpick, yes, not a toothbrush. Toothpick. That, that's that's all that's all fine and good, Chris. But until I see video, I'm not, I, there, I'm not I, saying I'm going to do any of this. <laughs> I'm saying I, I, like I'm, I'm, I was we were having fun imagining their reactions. Mm, mm, mm. I know how I would react if you were one of these people. Yeah, very poorly. Would you scream at me? I don't know if I'd scream at you. I would probably. Throw all my food at you. <laughs> just just like, get out of here. Anyway, but that's probably how I would react. But yeah, there's two distinct, like I can think of two specific circumstances where it has changed what I was going to do, changed my plan based on that food that I've tasted. I'll but tell the you, better most question, of the time, Chris, it, it changes my plan of how I'm going to walk through the food court. The groceries, like whenever you are at like the, uh, the grocery store, oh, like get your yeah, Publix, and, the, and they're like cooking the food there, yeah. and it's like, Obviously. it's just as simple as this. And it's and I, it's so good. Well, the, the thing food is, is amazing. inevitably, every single time I go to the grocery store, I'm starving. Oh, yeah. It's the so, worst. They like, say you shouldn't do that, but no. I say it's amazing. Well, I mean... Uh, you know, I, whenever you, I don't know if you don't do that, then you're just like, well, what do I want? I don't know. I don't want anything. I don't want any of this, so True. I'm not going to buy anything. I usually go hungry and I come back with like four boxes of cereal because I love cereal. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that that's beneficial, but no, it's not. Uh, but but yeah. I have had like the crab dip. There was a, there was like a, a spicy crab dip this one time, mm. and man, every time after that that I would go in and if they had the crab dip. I would get the crab dip, but uh, I think I remember this just crab from dip. one flavor, like one taste. Whenever we lived together in college, I know it was so good. I eat it on Ritz crackers, so good. Well, that's how they served it whenever I originally had it. So I had to recreate it, man. Yeah, recreate yeah. that moment of pure joy whenever mm-hmm. they had. They said, "Do you want some crab dip?" And I said, "Sure, why not?" The stuff. So the, the stuff that I don't get though is whenever they're like, oh, "Here's barbecue." It's been slow cooking for six hours back in the back. I'm like, "All right." Yeah, I don't have time for that. Yeah, it's either got to be like you can purchase it right now, as is, mm, like yeah. where it's like the crab dip. It was literally like here's some on a chip. We just took it out of this package. You can buy this package, right? And, or it's got to be like oh, thirty minutes or less, and you'll have uh, you'll have this this meal. I'll tell you what I discovered recently. If you want a fried chicken meal, just go right by Publix on the way home, <laughs> and for like seven dollars, you can have fried chicken for like four people. That's right. Mashed potatoes and gravy. Yep. Some kind of other mac and cheese side or broccoli or whatever you want. Yeah, you get a couple of different sides. Yeah, and then uh, and then I think uh, it comes with a package of Hawaiian rolls. Dude, the Hawaiian rolls are so good. What in the world, man? Mm. Like that for seven dollars? Yep. 
How can you beat that? It's amazing. And then like, and, and the thing is like, there's going to be leftovers. Like you could, yeah. feed, you could feed like a, a, like three or four people with this. Yeah. And it's like, there could be leftovers too. Anyway, For sure. It's just, uh, it's, it's a good, it's a good system, Chris. So what have you been up to, John? So we're going to talk about a couple of things later. So the main topic of this podcast is going to be the, uh, the Forza Horizon 3 demo. Yes. And, uh, and we're going to discuss it. We're going to talk about it. And, uh, and basically, it's, it's, it's a decent preview of the game that's going to come out in a couple weeks. And, yeah. uh, and I'm excited. Um, but we're going to be talking about that later. So I've, I've been playing that. I uh, have been uh, watching The West Wing. I've also been watching Supergirl Season 1, which hit Netflix this week. Yeah, I need to go through that. And, I put it on my uh, queue. It's good. It's getting like it gets better as it goes. Like every episode is better than the last, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever we did our initial like review, I think we did it of, of, the, of, of the, the first premiere. two episodes. Yeah. Um, it like it, it veered away from that storyline a little bit, and I mm. appreciated that because like I was like, well, if the entire season's this storyline, yeah. then but like they veered away from that, and like that was a good thing. Um, and so I think I'm on like episode nine or something like that, and they're kind of veering back to that uh, that storyline now. And I'm like, okay, so that's good. The, you know, at least I know that we're not going to stay here forever. That sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a good show. I'm enjoying it. There was one episode, Chris, mm. and this is something that is a pet peeve of mine with with various television shows that do this. She loses her powers. Well, that happened, yes, oh, for man. one episode. <laughs> so you can look forward to that, sir. But it was actually handled <laughs> the best, like that I've seen it handled on one of these shows. Really? Um, yeah, it was. Because, like, she lost her powers, but that didn't mean that nothing happened. Because usually what happens is, like, oh, there's a big bad, and you have to say, you know, so, and, yeah. You have anyway. to use your brain instead of your brawn. Right. But, like, this one, like, it had a little bit of a different twist on that that element, and, uh, and I appreciated it. So it wasn't as, like, grindy as I figured it would be. Like, immediately grindy. whenever it happened, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to grind my way through this next episode. Like, yeah. oh, I might as well pull up a pull up my Vita or my my 3DS and, like, play that for a minute. Yeah. But no, it actually it was very good. But the, the pet peeve of mine is whenever you have an episode that is quite obviously out of order from the season and they didn't tell you about it. Like, Clone Wars, uh, the, the Why Star is that Wars out of order? Wars, it makes sense that Clone Wars is out of order and they tell you that kind of up front where there's like, oh, this isn't going to be like a chronological story, but there's one episode in this thing that is obviously out of order. Um, where like, Two characters have like a relationship that's going in this episode that you didn't know about before, and then in the following episode after that, they set up that relationship. Oh man! And then there's like somebody that you're not supposed to trust that we just established in the previous episode that you're not supposed to trust, but then in this episode, within the first five minutes, it's like, oh, hey, we should trust him. I'm not sure why we wouldn't trust him. He's always, you know, and it's like, oh my gosh, come on. Anyway, so I, I didn't understand why it was out of order. Um, other than maybe it aired out of order because the special effects, like it was a more special effects heavy episode yeah. and the special effects did look really good. So maybe they needed some extra time for that, but why then would you leave it that way for like the DVD release? And why then would you leave it that way for like the Netflix release? Why not just like slide that one, one episode earlier? And it's like, Oh, this episode, uh, makes complete sense storyline wise. Um, but just has better graphics than, than, you know, some of these other ones or something. I don't know. It, it was just a very strange choice. Pet peeve of mine where I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like, when is this? what happens why are we trusting this person and maybe i wouldn't have noticed if i'd been watching it like one every week right but uh watching them continuously like that it's fairly obvious so anyway but i like supergirl very very good like i said it's getting better as we go through the season nice oh yeah what have you been up to this week i've been up to several things john oh boy first i uh went back and i finished 
the I think it's was it tenth season? No, mm-hmm. whatever the la- last year's season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is. Nice. Um, and uh, I love that show. Super funny, man. So good, dude. You need to you need to watch through them all. At yeah, some I, need, point. I need to go through. You them would all. love like, the, you would love. Them. I've seen them like here and there and stuff like that. So like I know what what what's going on and I know like the show, but and the characters. And things I mean, like yeah. That. Once but, you've seen one, you understand the rest of them. But the, like you know, there's right. crazy things happen. Of course. And uh, I mean, they're they're obviously terrible people, and it's but it's hilarious, man. Like, yeah. and I love this. I love the just the idea of just the fact that like they started this thing, they shot this thing themselves for like five hundred bucks. And then sold it to FX, and now they make millions of dollars on each episode because yeah. they're just creative, cool people. Like all the creators of the show, like are the stars in the show. They write the show. Like yeah, the, uh, it's it, like it's it's a creator's show. I feel like more so than like you think of something. Um, what was the show that Larry David was on um, after Seinfeld? Oh, um, oh man, Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's right. You know, so you think about something like that, where it's like, okay, that's like largely driven by Larry David. I, this is basically the same kind of thing. Like, this is driven yeah. by them. No one else really has input into this, other than uh, the creators and stars of the show. Yeah, and uh, they've they've done a really good job of like you know making each season uh, feel different and different things happen, and it's. It's so good. So cool, man. Yeah. I love it. Um, so I've been watching that. I've also been watching through uh, the second season of Bloodline. Yeah? Yeah. You like it? Yes. It, uh, is it getting better or is it getting worse? Like, this is the thing. Because I mean, you, you liked the first season quite still, a lot. It still does as good. It's darker. Okay. Okay. This season's darker, Ooh. if that could be possible. As in, like, your TV may be going out? Yes. Like, no. As in, like, the just the themes that they're dealing uh, with. Like, I think the further, it's, it's kind of like, the, it's like another layer of the onion or further down the rabbit hole. Like, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, okay, I knew all this stuff about them, but now, like, we're delving, diving deeper, and it's like, oh, man, this is even crazier. You know, yeah. like, and it may not be as earth-shattering necessarily, but, like, right now, it certain, certainly feels like it. So, yeah. Um, so, enjoying that a lot cool i've been playing a lot of pokemon picross again we've talked about that several times so i i caught the, the bug point. as Did well you? i'm at the point where i'm gonna get one more like door open where i can like play another like yeah area and uh and then i'm probably like that's where the wall is gonna be where it's yeah. like oh i'm gonna have to have to pay um and anyway i mean i, I probably will i also like noticed that on the my nintendo um you can get if you use your points, like, so you, you do get points for connecting certain things on my yeah. Nintendo. Um, so you can play like Mitomo for points or whatever, but there's a, there was a, uh, what was it? Zelda Picross. Um, and that was like one of the free things. And so I picked that up as well. Wait, how do I get these points? Um, so you probably already have quite a few. Really? Um, from either playing Mitomo or from connecting like your Facebook and stuff like that or buying, making purchases or I like whatever. How do I, how do I get this? Um, you log into your, my Nintendo account. On the computer? On your phone. On my phone? Like you can log into it on like on Safari on your phone. Okay. Um, and uh, you basically do different missions and collect those points on for those missions and then spend those on things. You can also get like uh, s- certain themes. Like so right now I'm saving up for a theme uh, for like 200 points or whatever. And so is I the Zelda Picross anything like the Pokemon Picross? It is, but it's also it's also not. Like it's different. It's a little bit more um, simplified where the Pokemon thing takes the, the Pokemon theme and kind of runs with it uh, where you have like 
different Pokemon battles and there's those different regions and things like that, that you're constantly kind of going through where it feels like a journey, you know, it feels like you're, you're traveling from point A to point B and you can always go back, but you know, you're working your way forward. Whereas this is basically just like a puzzle game where there's like a bunch of, uh, like a panel of puzzles that you're just filling out basically. So it's like the angry bird situation where it's like, Oh, well here's one that you, you know, could get three stars on or, you know, that sort of thing. So it's, it's all kind of laid out like that rather than in map format. Um, and your power-ups are a little bit different, that sort of thing. So, like, the Pokemon that you use on the Pokemon Picross is a interesting dynamic where you can bring different, like, power-ups and things through uh, into, the, into the game and use those, like, via the different Pokemon where, like, oh, this one stops time or this one reveals a certain certain number of squares and things. Whereas in the, uh, the Zelda one, you kind of have the same three power-ups for the entire thing and there's not really a customization option so far. And I've done about five or six of the, uh, the puzzles. Um, so, and I have found it to be enjoyable. It's really relaxing, that sort of thing. But, like, while my, uh, while my meter is recharging in Pokemon, I'll hop over sometimes and, uh, and play that one. But, um, yeah, super fun. It, it's a, like I said, it was free, and it's an exclusive to the My Nintendo stuff. Um, I thought I had a Nintendo account. I think you do. I'm pretty sure you do, because I'm pretty sure we set it up whenever, like, Mitomo originally came Unless out. you used the wrong email address. For you it. used the wrong email address. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, you can link like your Facebook and things like that to it to get those points. And then, like I said, if you spend money, like it automatically goes in there as well. So like you'll get coins to spend. Um, but yeah, I I got, I've, I've gotten a few themes from there. I've gotten a couple of games, uh, like this one. And then I got a, uh, an emulated game of like a Zelda game or something like that from the, my Nintendo, which is cool. Uh, nothing necessarily like blow your mind where it's like, Oh my gosh, you have to get this. Like there's not been anything like that that I've gotten from it. Um, but just kind of some cool time kind of things where you're like you're spending the time to you know to i don't know have some have a little bit of fun here and there have some relaxing mobile gaming fun i mean i buy stuff off the nintendo network yeah like it would be the same same thing right um no, no i don't know i i'm not sure that's a good question i'll have to look at mine and see um but yeah i uh i log in on my phone here i always have it logged in so let me pull up and see if it is the same info i suspect it is I've also been watching through some old movies, old, older. I uh, watched, uh, rewatched Real Steel again, one of my favorites. That's not an old movie. Like, no, whenever but, you say old movie, I think like pre 2000 or something, you know? Oh, yeah. Here's, here's, here's my, okay, I'll figure, figure that out later. Cool. Yeah, I used the wrong email address. Go figure. Yeah. Um, so I'll have to change that. Uh, yeah, so I watched through that. Um, also, uh, there was something else I was going to talk about, but I don't remember. I now. need to watch Re- Real Steel, Chris. You still haven't seen Real Steel? I still Real haven't Steel. seen Real Steel. You still haven't seen Mad Max either. This is true. And that's a tragedy. That is a tragedy. Um, but yeah, Chris, we're going to be talking about Forza Horizon. Yes. But first, pick of the week. Pick of the week. All right, John, what is your pick of the week? My pick of the week is the Rocket League Rumble update. Um, they've updated the the Rocket League game, and uh, it is quite fun. It is it has like this uh, battle royale kind of gameplay where you have eleven different power ups, and uh, and they happen randomly over time. Where like you, you start off a, a match, and each time you go and charge at the ball, and ten seconds later you have a power up. The power up 
arsenal is crazy. You have like a plunger that sucks the ball towards you, a grappling hook that sucks you towards the ball. There's a, there's a, a punching glove that punches the ball. You can punch it like into the goal. Um, there's like a boot that'll push other cars around. You can uh, get a power up with the, that makes you super strong, basically like grabbing the star in Mario where like you'll destroy other people instantly if they touch you or you'll smack the ball way across the field if you even touch it. And uh, it's just a crazy thing. Like it's far more random than the normal matches. Like it's less skill-based, I'll say. Um, to where it's like more party gameplay where it's like, oh, this is a fun thing. I can imagine it being really fun if you have like a uh, four-person split screen against like online people or bots or whatever. Um, it could be very, very crazy and very exciting to watch because anything can happen, Chris. Anything can happen. Like That's so true. many times I've had those those moments where it's like the ball will fly across there and bounce off the wall, bounce off another car, and then go in the goal. And you're just like, nobody could have planned that. Like the the math for that to happen would just be intense. Yeah. And uh and so yeah, that that was one of those situations where uh it's not as I don't think as the staying power as the normal Rocket League. Like we've talked about some of the other updates with the hockey or with the uh, the hoops specifically, mm-hmm. where it's like it's maybe not as like I'll spend a, you know time playing it with our friends and like whenever you just want to play casually or whatever. But like it doesn't quite have that staying power of the original game, where it's like you feel like you're you're awesome if you're good at it, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, or if your teamwork is like working dead on, then it's like man, this is super fun. We're we're destroying folks by you know you're you know setting it up and I'm nailing it in that sort yeah. of thing. So um, doesn't have that quite uh, the same as the other game, but it is far more casual. Like I said, if you have a bunch of friends over, play this. It's it's amazing and hilarious. Um, they also did their. Plan. I feel like this. This is the thing. I feel like this has more staying power than like hoops. It might. No one plays hoops anymore. Oh no no hoops. It has way more staying power than hoops. But I'm just saying than the main game. Like oh yeah. I mean soccer. nothing's gonna have more staying power than the main game. Exactly because it's all based on that game. Yeah. Um, they introduced a couple new arenas, and so in the Rumble thing, it's also they're using some of those Rocket Labs arenas, mm-hmm. so it becomes even crazier. Mm-hmm. Where it's like an octagon, and it just becomes so unpredictable and so nuts and, and, and uh, fun in those ways. So I think like in order to play this one, like I go in and I play this one way more relaxed than the other ones where I'm like, yeah. Hey, I'm probably going to lose every single game and it's, there's nothing I can do about that, <laughs> but I can laugh. A but lot. some crazy cool things will happen. Exactly. Like you can laugh at like the fact that the plunger, you know, you threw the plunger and you scored it on your own goal by accident. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, that's so funny. It's crazy. So we, uh, we tried to play this uh, together on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Was, no, wait, Saturday night. Yeah. And uh, it no, it wasn't Saturday night. It was Friday, right? Friday it was, night. Yeah, it was Friday. It was whenever it was released. The update, like the day that it came no, it was, out. It was Thursday night because I had to work the next day. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So last week. Yeah, last week. like a week ago. We just changed all the days, Chris. Good grief! Just go through uh, the entire week. And it was just super laggy on Xbox One. It was like a bug. And so if you tried to play it on Xbox One and it was super buggy and you gave up, the patch is now out. Yep. You can uh, download that, and it will fix the bugginess, fix the frame rate issues we were having. Yeah, there was something going on because it wasn't on everybody's consoles. Um, so it was definitely only Xbox. Yeah, it was definitely only Xbox, and it was only some of the consoles. Like you, uh, the one that you played on, you were playing with with uh, with Ike, uh, yeah. who's been on the podcast before. And Fultron was also, was also having issues, but myself and then another person we play with uh, quite regularly were fine. Mm. Like, and so whenever we downloaded it, and uh, Fultron said he was having issues, I was like, man, that's weird. And so he tried everything, like. He uninstalled it and reinstalled yep. it. He hard reset his box, hard reset his router, like everything. Yeah. And uh, and it didn't work. And so obviously it was an issue with the, some of the code and some like the caching. But I, 
Who knows? Um, but they have fixed it at this point. It's like a gigabyte update, though. I'm like, man, that's crazy that it's a gigabyte update. It probably fixed lots of other things in the, in the midst of it. The other thing that this update brought in was it brought in a microtransaction, a, a different microtransaction system where you can randomly get what are called crates, and they'll have uh, lots of really cool exclusive items. Yeah, and you can buy a key for like a buck a piece um, to unlock that crate, and it'll get a random item from it. And I got some really cool tires from one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a couple of cool skins from them, and those like you can if you get five within the same family. So like there's crate one, crate two. Yeah. But if you get like five things in the lower tier um, of like an, a common or an uh, you know uncommon or whatever uh, of crate two you can then trade those up for something of a higher tier. So you might get some like rare things, Yeah. Um, which I thought was a cool system. I think it's a cool update. They're, they're using it to fund some of the prize pools for the competitive scene mm. um, for like the esports and things like that. And I think that's a cool idea. Um, I, you know, don't regret spending money on it. And yeah. I feel like it's a cool thing. Whenever you stockpile enough crates buy you know, for five bucks, open five crates, have some fun, you know? So, I mean, and you can also disable it to where you don't even see the crates. You still get them. You still accrue them over time, but like you don't get a notification whenever you get one and it doesn't like give you a notification. So you can look in your inventory and go, oh, I have a new item. What is it? Mm -hmm. And oh, it's a crate. But yeah, so you can turn all of that off. You can completely opt out of this thing, which I think is very cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, And it does all just aesthetic things. It's nothing that affects gameplay. So anyway. Dude, we forgot to talk about uh, the fact that we played Overwatch. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm, do you want to dive into that or do you want to do pick of the week? Let's dive into that. Okay. And then we'll, and then we'll go back to, well, let's finish pick of the week. Okay. All right. Go so my it, pick of the week, we all know how much everyone loves Stranger Things. Stranger Things. And one of the best parts about the show was the soundtrack. Yeah. The soundtrack is finally coming to vinyl. What? It releases on October 28th. That's amazing. Uh, you can pre-order it right now from a lot of different websites. I'll post um, a link to a page that has a bunch of links, whether you're like in the U.S. or the U.K. or whatever. There's different versions, all these different variants, you know, like, uh, you know, red and black swirl, a black, brown, and white swirl, all these different kind of diff- uh, different variations of the the record. The plain black one is available at Amazon. You can just get if you have Amazon Prime. That's probably the cheapest way to do yeah. it because you don't have to pay for shipping. It comes from Amazon. Like honestly, like I'm just gonna be dead, dead. Like I've, I've got, I, I need to take back a vinyl record that's in my car right now to a local record store and exchange it because it was like scratched. And it's like honestly, I've really not had any problems with the the records I get from Amazon. So yeah. like, I think I'm just gonna stick with ordering things from Amazon. What's funny is Amazon started as a bookseller and yeah. and like. All of the books well, recently, it's... all of the books that I've gotten from them recently have been like dinged up and stuff. Oh, really? Like I'm sending them back. Like like graphic novels where it's like the spine is just like bent. It's obviously put in a box that is 100% too small for it. Right. It's like you could have held this up to a light and been like, nah, yeah. you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but the records have all come in like great. So because they come in the special packaging. Yeah. There's one package for, for the records. It's right. really good. But yeah, that's interesting to me. I also wonder if they if they if all those records lay there in the shipping packages already. Hmm. Like, like they just they go, oh, here just put a new label on it. Like and they come go. into the warehouse and they yeah, they like sit there in the uh, That's quite possible. Why wouldn't they, I guess? That's quite possible. I don't know. Um and that would make a lot of sense because like the books are 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 you know shipped differently and I, I don't know. It's I've had major issues with like some of the books that I've gotten. Yeah, I mean, I, so. I just I just exchanged a uh, the Harry Potter book um, at Amazon because it oh. came in and the the dust jacket was all bent 
it was like it had been closed up on the inside and it had been like kind of like rubbed up against a bunch of stuff mm. and it was bent unfortunate and almost halfway torn unfortunate yeah mm. but yeah anyway so uh the, the stranger things vinyl coming out you want to get it buy it overwatch real overwatch quick. We played it. We played it. And I mean, I've talked about it before on the podcast and how much I liked it and enjoyed my time with it. Yeah. What did you think? Dude, it was great. I enjoyed it. So there's the free play weekend and uh, and we played one night and we played with uh, you, me, and, uh, and and listener of the podcast, Patrick, as well as uh, as well as somebody else we play with regularly. Like we, we play part, Destiny of our, with. part of our Destiny raids, yeah. raid team, basically, um, from back in the day. And, uh, and it was amazing. And uh, Michael, who is on the uh, the raid team, he has like he plays this game a lot, um, and he was walking us through like a lot of the mechanics and a lot of the fact that like there's each character has a counter, yeah, yeah. and like there's different ways to counter each character depending on what your gameplay style is, and you know whenever we were we were rolling like with us us four, and then you know obviously there's other people on the team, it's like. It was amazing. Like, yeah. we were just rolling people. It was great. Yeah. And it was a challenge a lot of times because we come up against a team that knew what they were doing or a team that didn't know what they were doing and they just threw out the, you know, oh, here's four tanks. You know, and right. it's like, oh, crap. Well, we can't, you know, go against these tanks. But, uh, but yeah, it was a really fun time. I love the mechanics of it. I love the fact that it's all objective-based. Um, yep. Those are my favorite game modes. Yeah. Whenever we play Call of Duty, like domination, capture the flag, that kind of stuff. Those are my favorite game modes in right. Destiny or any multiplayer scenario. Like, I will play team deathmatch. Yeah. Never really free-for-all. Um, and honestly, like, I prefer to just, you know, throw myself up against an objective and not yeah. worry about, like, kill count and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so um, this really appeals to me on that sense. And, that, and yeah, he dove, he dove really deep into, like, the strategy side of it, which also appeals to me. Like, yeah. Okay, you can look at the board and see that they have these these types of guys out there. And like, what's funny is the how that you have to shift who you have on the board depending on what you're doing. And even in the middle of a match, you know, right. like maybe two or three times you switch characters to counter something that the other team is doing and right. to hold them off. And so, well, there was, was even a match like at the end of whenever we were playing. Like, you know, the other guys had gotten off. And it was just you and me. And uh, there was a match, and somebody was like, "Oh, we need a medic on our team." And like, so you know, I got to the point where I, I could switch, and I switched yeah. to a medic, and it helped us so much oh, after yeah. that point. So it was, it's. It's interesting, like whenever you have that communication, even if you're not in the same like party, mm-hmm. even if you're not like voice chatting with each other, there's a quick system where you can talk to each other um, via the text on the side. And so, like if there's an, a specific need for things, um, then it, it's it's easy to see that, and you can go for it and still still dominate, still win. Yeah. Um, it was very fun. Like I, even whenever I was a healer, like so a completely non-competitive person, I was saying that the interesting thing for me in my brain was like. I anticipated it not being as fun. Like mm-hmm. I anticipated it being like, oh, well, I'm a healer. I'm just going to be hiding in the back and like whatever. But it was actually very satisfying to yeah. be healing and to be, you can buff other characters where it's like, oh, well, their d- points are going to do more damage. And yeah. so it's like if you have a tank, you just kind of stand near them. And it's like whenever they're shooting at people, buff them. If they're getting shot at, then, you know, heal them. So that was a very satisfying part. It felt like you were playing, you know, with the team. It felt like you were, uh, I was, I was actually doing, you know, a lot for the team and contributing yeah. quite a lot. Um, 
it was really fun. And, and like there were, there were moments where I would have to pull out my, my weapon as a healer and I'd be like, Oh no, I'm disappointed. I have to pull out a weapon. I actually have to shoot somebody in this, you know? And it's like, that was, that was funny. Like it was just an odd sensation, something I didn't expect, yeah. um, with this game. And you know, whenever I was a character that was like an offensive character with like guns and things, it was really fun. It was really fun to, uh, there was varied gameplay. Each person is like kind of a different speed. Each person has a different amount of abilities. Like each person can access different areas of the map. So mm-hmm. there's very much like this um, chessboard kind of an aspect to it where you have to position. And it's like, well, if they're all on the ground and you have one person up in the sky, it's easy just to wipe them out. And it's yeah. like until they realize that they're getting wiped out from someone in the sky and they need to do something about this, um, you can just you know run the board. And then if they figure that out, then it's like, oh, it's over for me now. You know, throw up a turret and you're just done, you know. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a very strategy-driven game. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Very fun. Uh, I I'll probably pick it up at some point. Agreed. The 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 interesting thing for me will be like okay, whenever I'm not playing with people I know, if I was just playing by myself, mm. how fun would it be? Good point. Because every single time I've played this now, like both in the open beta and uh, now this past weekend, has been with other people, and that will be like the test of like okay, how sustainable is this game for me? Yeah, it depends on like how much I can play by myself. True. True. I agree with that 100%. Like, I just don't know how much, if you don't have that communication for the objectives because it is objective-based. Yeah. And Well, uh, I mean, I think you all kind of know, like, it, it's easier with objective-based because like, it's, it's harder whenever it is something like Team Deathmatch. That's a good because point. Because you do need to communicate more because you need to know where people are spawning and all that kind of stuff. That's a good point. Now, the objectives you know and you can v- pretty quickly visually see what people are doing. It's just, you know, like, you wouldn't have the instant communication mm-hmm. of, hey, this is this, somebody just flanked us or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. Or the satisfaction of, like, even if you lose, you can't be like, yeah, but I did well. Yeah. You know, because it's like, well, you may have done well, but it didn't, you know. Right. Well, I don't even know so. that if you're losing that you, you're going to be doing well, you know. Right. I, I, I mean, think, whereas, honestly, like, the, the stronger team is probably the one with the better communication. Correct. And, of course, like, Call of Duty or, like, a you know, a shooter like that, it's like, you can still wipe out at so many people and like have a good kill death ratio and feel good about that even if yeah. you lost oh yeah whereas with this it's just like you lost the objective and right. it's like oh well bummer bummer <laughs> re-roll try again you know that sort of thing um but yeah i really enjoyed it forza horizon 3 now up front we will review this game when it comes out so we won't belabor talking about it right now true but the demo is out yes and you basically get to play the first what Five hours of the game? I don't know. No, not five hours. It's more like more like hour hour, hour okay. of it. You know, more like hour, maybe hour and a half if you like literally do everything that there is to do in it, and uh, and that sort of thing. It basically gives you the entire first little region, like the 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 giant map uh, in Forza Horizon games, like unlocks over time. Right. And uh, and so it gives you the first region basically, and and you play through the challenges in that. You play through one of the circuits. You do some of the uh, the fun things like the drift challenges and the jump challenges and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um. I was impressed by the intro of the game where they're they basically let you drive the different types of vehicles yeah. within the first I don't even know like 20 minutes of this game yeah. like you're playing through basically all of the fun vehicles. I mean I remember us talking about Forza Horizon 2 a couple of years ago and the demo for that and like yeah. it's it's basically the same thing if you played played that where you get you open up and it's like you're in the game. Like it's not yeah. like this is some like pared down half a level kind of thing. <laughs> this is a full like you get to play some. And those, I, I believe the the things you unlock like they carry over whenever you actually buy the game. And yeah. so like that's pretty cool too. 
it's a beautiful looking game. Oh my gosh. Like, oh man. Like the thing about Forza is like it handles so great, you know, both Forza Motorsport and Horizon Two that it just makes it so fun to play. And mm-hmm. the like that's just it, piled on top of the amazing looking graphics, the the vibe of being at a music festival and having these radio stations and like you can pick the music that you most identify with and yeah. you can just sit there and jam to some tunes while you're driving around this beautiful looking environment you're yeah. on the beach you're in the woods you're in the the kind of tropical environment all in Australia mm-hmm. and oh man it's just so cool yeah so like the, the and then like there's the aspect of these games that you get even if you're not playing with a friend at the same time, yeah. they're drive avatars. So they're, right. their names, like you notice, oh, well, I see Chris's name. You know, Stardust is in this, uh, is in this game. Stardust yeah. 250 is in this, is in this world with me. And you're a drive avatar driving around and stuff. And right. it's like, that's just amazing. Cause you get this connection where you're like, I like that I, I'm, you know, I have some connection with my friends, even though they're not even playing with me right now. You right. know, they played, they played this game or they even played the previous games. Um, and the drive avatars are just there. And so, like, that's really a cool thing thing um that i think that is unique about the forza series and specifically the horizon one because those just like you're your friends drive guitars are just in the world they're just well, driving around and i like i like how how the your stats and your drive guitars like they cross games and mm-hmm. uh, as well as like what you're saying earlier to me off air we're talking about the uh the different tunings for the cars like those right. all communicate across games so like whenever you boot up Forza Horizon 3 your drive avatars are already populated with information about how your friends drive your uh, the community car tunings are already there so you yeah. can tune your car up if the game uh, the car has been in other games before and so like it's just a ro- very robust economy and ecosystem to jump into right. because it's like okay I don't own um, any other Forza Horizon? Oh, I own I, I, I because it was free. The Fast and the Furious. Yep. Um, it, it was free. Well, and the now first Forza month. Horizon One and, too. Yeah, Forza but that Horizon One. That one's backward. That one's not part of the drive guitar system. That's but I play. I, we uh, we played um, f- uh, Forza Motorsport Five. That's right. A ton one weekend. Um, I've played Forza Horizon Two, mm-hmm. um, uh, both in the demo and then uh, over here at your place uh, several times. And so it's like, okay, my drive guitar is already like populated with information yeah and there are all these rewards and it's just like the thing is i'm so excited about this game and like it's just like it's more like a franchise like you're jumping into this franchise yeah and it's so well done every single time yeah there's not a whole lot of drawbacks. <laughs> there isn't. Well, and then the thing, like, it, it gets better and better looking over time. Yeah. And it's like it builds on themselves. And we were talking about how, like, there were there were scenes where you're like, that looks real. That rock looks real. Yeah. And and then the sky in this one, it's just like that sky looks like the yeah. sky. And uh, and they do a lot of a lot of things to to amp things up every time. Whereas in Forza Horizon Two, they did a a, a big thing where they wanted to get lighting correct like where it bounces off of things the correct way and it comes through like windshields the correct way Mm -hmm. and if there's like certain atmosphere uh like fog or rain or whatever the lighting is still like correct in this game Mm -hmm. and so once they got all of those it's almost like a uh like a physics based thing where it's you know physics is to gravity and things whereas like like the lighting they got that aspect of it right where Mm -hmm. light shines as close to the real world as they as they could do at the time, yeah. and in this one they said, okay, well, rather than having a fake sky shining through a realistic uh, representation of sky, let's have a like as real of a sky as we can. And so they had people go to different locations out in uh, in in 
Australia into the outback, into the jungle, and like take a, you know three wide angle cameras, point them at the sky, and just take 24 hour footage, and then replicate those skies into this game. Um, they would have to do things like change out the lenses every hour just to make sure no dirt or anything like that goes on them. Whenever it rained, they would immediately have to cover it up. So the rainy skies that you see in the game, they had to get those somehow. So they had to wait until it literally was just about to rain and those are the skies whenever it's raining so it's like there's the attention to that detail where the sky takes up half of your screen you look at it a lot in a racing game and so like just that attention to detail and and the fact that like each time they're trying to up themselves and, and outdo it again and uh and this time man it is it's a gorgeous game yeah but the gameplay dude oh well, the, yeah, the gameplay is awesome, and, and you know, like the attention to detail, like you mentioned, and like they they just iterate on themselves so much. You know, like whenever Sports Horizon Two launched, there wasn't uh, real time weather right. effects, but that that released with the Storm Island DLC. Yeah, now this like game extreme weather that's in this whole game. And what in the world? I don't know. Did my figure just fall? Something just fell. I think my figure just fell. I'm not Weird. Sure, not sure which one. How did that happen? I don't know. Did we, did, did, did we experience an earthquake, Chris? Maybe. I mean, something kind of shook for a second. Weird. I'm going to find this figure. Oh, it's my Sonic. The whole big Sonic? No, it's this Fell? One. Oh, okay. Does he have that giant one? No, it's the little guy. Right? Oh, he has weak legs anyway. That's true. He probably just, like, collapsed of his own weight. <laughs> Sonic, the, the fastest <laughs> video game character, has weak legs. He does. I love it. He does. <laughs> my uh, Sonic figure. Your Sonic figure has weak legs. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, just the attention to detail is just is enormous. The gameplay is great. You know, mm-hmm. the, it's just it's just a fun game. Yeah. And uh, again, this is not a review. This is no. just our impressions based on the demo. But I'm super pumped for it. Like I remember whenever the crew, uh, people were talking about the crew, and it was kind of like, okay, like we got really pumped about that, named about that, and then came out and it was like, eh, kind of whatever. Yeah. Uh, but Forza Horizon Two came out. and was like, this is everything we thought the crew would be and more. Right. And at that point, I don't know why I never picked it up. I didn't pick it up. But this time, man, I'm all in on uh, Forza Horizon Three. Dude, the funny thing is, like, I I am so excited about this game, and I didn't think I could get more excited about it. But then the demo came out, and I played the <laughs> demo, and I was like, man, I'm even more excited about this game now that I've played the first what hour of it or whatever. Yeah, so that's awesome. Um, so two weeks, man. Two weeks. Can't wait. Well, that's it for this week. This is a rare, shorter episode. Yeah, it's weird. We've covered a lot, though, Chris. Yeah, we've covered a lot, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, we've given people long episodes recently, so. Very true. Let's get them out of here early. <laughs> Let's get, get them out the door. <laughs> um, are we? What are we doing next week? Anything? Uh, next week. So, if we, we if we have, like, a, a Destiny thing, and Destiny's coming out on Tuesday. Okay. Um... Rise of Iron, and then uh, other than that, I don't know. Like you're, you might see a movie this evening that you can talk about yeah, next week on yeah, the podcast. Yeah. Okay, um, but I mean, other than that, I think think that's basically it, dude. All right. Well, that's it for this week. You can find us online at StayTargetPodcast.com on Twitter at ChrisSite250 and John Wright seven 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 and at StayTargetPod. Please go to your favorite podcast service of choice and review us and rate us. We would really appreciate it. We thank you immensely for being our fans. High fives. All around. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.